0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this, Adidas. All right, quick announcement. So, before we start the Bruniverse... You're ready to go, check it out. But however, um, is it all improv and I'm just talking? Yes, 100%, but I'd be lying if I told you this is my second take, all right? I did one take before this, uh, I don't know how long it was, but all I know at the end, I was like, ah, it's kind of all over the place. And Mike gave me, Mike gave me the, yeah, well, he, he, all he said was this, boom. And for Mike just to do that, I know, I said, you know what, let's do one more. So if you wanna see, that attempt, that, which is kind of funny, um, the raw unedited, join my Patreon page, and we're going to put that on there, all right for the month. Can you can you hear me all right? Come on, I can hear you really good. Cool, cool, man. What's going on, Mike? Nothing much, man, just hanging out in your dining room. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh Mike is down in Florida with me and um we are we're looking at studios. We looked at a couple. Mm-hmm. Some have potential, some don't spin a uh, wow we i'm wiped out i'm wiped out i'm like really i'm a little off i haven't felt this way in a while i think it's just been running around too much Uh, a couple more shows yeah yeah so could you imagine if we finished those shots last night if we finished what those shots last night how you'd be feeling right now oh Oh. Oh, god no way um So Mike's never been to Florida. He hasn't been on a plane in in like over 20 years. I bring Mike down here. He's just like, everywhere he goes, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, Yeah, and you're moving to Florida. You're heading towards St. St. Augustine. So if anyone's looking for um, a Mike the Sound Guy little help out, make sure you reach out. He's heading to Florida. And... So today's podcast gonna be a little I, a little different. I came off the road. I, I have to go to my happy spot, and there's just too much going on. I did. I was uh, I was meeting up with Stephen Crowder. I, t- I was talking to uh, the people from uh, I don't want to say who, but there's some other ones. And then of course I did Joe Rogan this week, and I saw his comedy club, and I just it's just there's a lot to catch up on. Um, but in the end, unless your life is truly balanced, it's all just, it's its all just, it's all too much. And I feel like I'm starting to overload myself a little too much. Um, maybe it's just a transition. I'm looking to get this studio. I'm looking to um, expand the Bruniverse into a whole bigger dimension. I really enjoy doing this. I have ideas for it and all that. I, I want to grow. I, I I think, cool ideas between touring and putting together another tour for the fall. But at the end of the day, home life. Trying to balance out my home life, and it's not just being busy. It's just just a lot of home life that has to be attended to. So, with that said, we're st- and and I think a lot of you will realize that too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at the end of the day what important things you got going on. If you don't have the balance of life, something's always a little off. So with that said, we're going to go to my favorite spot right now. And we're going to take a bike ride to my spot where I find my... And we're going to do the podcast in there and see what happens from there. So with that, let me go hop on my bike. And Mike, you're going to have to follow me. Welcome to the Brewniverse. What this week was? Oh my gosh. What? Something I said? They did not want any part of that situation. Um, so I just did like a little two week run and they're still flying around. Like, let's go this way. No way, let's go back that way how about that way all right i'm gonna follow you are we going to the tree yeah i'm gonna to go to the tree i started in vegas look at the frogs are heckling me so i started in vegas um did south point there mike always treats me well and then um then i went to dallas texas and i did uh, the chair on Crowder show, Steven Crowder, which was which was awesome. That guy's, you know, he built his, he's got his family working, he's got a nice, he's got this production thing, he's got, that guy, he's funny, treats me well. He's got his dog hanging out. It's very, uh, it's it's really cool. And he's got um, Gerald. So I filmed something with Gerald too. Check that out because, all right, you know, like when I do on these podcasts, I do like the whatever I want to call them funny how God works, or, or, I don't even know what I—it's like funny how God works. But I tell the stories. Or I did a, I did a couple of them on Gerald. We were on there for an hour, and I apologize. I don't even know the name of the show. I'm sure it's under Crowder. And I gotta say, when I when I talk that stuff, it is. That's the stuff that stimulates me more than anything right now in conversation-wise. Like conversation-wise, if we're gonna start talking deeper life, spiritual, conscious, I love that. I can't do it all day. I mean, we we all get exhausted of that, but it was pretty awesome to talk about that with Gerald on Steven Crowder and Yeah, so I highly recommend check that out. It was, it was, I really liked it. So then, after, after I filmed the crowd thing, now, two days from now, so this is what? This was Monday, no, Tuesday. So dumb Tuesday, Tuesday night, I'm driving to Austin and I have scheduled to do a set at Rogan's new Mothership Comedy Club. Which we're gonna get to, and it's I'm super stoked, right? So I'm driving. It's raining. The weather isn't great. I stop. uh, go to the bathroom. Driving. I get a text. Hey, man, we're gonna be here. I want. I was gonna like. I'm just gonna get in there the night before. Um, go to bed early. Wake up. Be fresh. Do the podcast, and then boom, go do the set at night and then I'm back to a private show and then I get to Arizona for two nights. So, I get a text from Joe, He's like, hey. And he calls like, hey man, what are you doing? Like, do you come to the club. Okay, do a set. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I wanted to say, ah, I just wanna hang out tonight. I'm tired. He's like, nah, no, man, come to the club. And I should've, I should've said that. But I was definitely taken out of my element, but you know what, you need that sometimes. You need that. You need that for humbling. I totally got humbled. I got I got humbled big time. right? Not that I'm and that's not, not that I'm like, hey man, okay. once in a while, you're just humbled. you know You get hit by a pit, you're like, I can hit this pitcher. strike three. Oh my God, I've never seen a pitch like that. It's like wildlife all over the place. So that's why I get distracted. So I get in there, and first of all, I'm walking in, and right there, you see the mothership. I'm in Austin. It's a cool part of, ta- cool part of town. And I see the mothership. Like, wow. And I guess the doorman kind of knew me. I didn't know. I said, hey, man, J- J- Joe here. And he was expecting me. So I go up there, and you could feel, you know what it is, too? You could feel feel the vibe in there you could feel the energy it had a um it's it had such an awesome energy there's comedy clubs I go into I've been into where you just feel you you feel a darkness I won't say which ones they are they're they're in New York they were in LA they're all over the place you walk in just feel it just feel a darkness and there's other ones where I felt you know light and stuff. When you walk into the Rogan experience, you just feel, you you feel that up energy like something's going down tonight. This is gonna be a cool night. And I go up these stairs, and he's got this. He has this green room, and there's a small comedy club, and then the larger one. And from the green room, you can, you go in the larger one. You open up a door, and then you're on the balcony where no you know no one bothers you and can watch the show and you feel that that big room oh my god it's loud it's explosive it's all different types of people like people are flying in from everywhere they're flying in they're flying in from other countries to go to the mothership and I'm telling you it's freaking worth it it's it's such a cool experience dude is that a gator No, that's seaweed I thought that was a gator look like a gator nose it's just seedweed. <laughs> so now I'm seeing the first person I see. I see all these comedians, and they're hanging out. You know, I don't know if a lot of a lot of comedians could say, but I can I can honestly say this. I remember. Everyone says you remember the struggle. I remember the struggle more than any part of any other part of my journey. The the struggle stands out so much more because you're, you're living it, you're in it. You don't even know, like you're in it, but you don't even realize what a great time that is. And I would play like six clubs in New York City and there was a camaraderie with certain comedians. You know, everyone's competing against one another. You could tell who didn't like you. You could tell who... Who did like you? Um, and you knew who was really good and who wasn't. Blah blah blah. But yeah, I would do. I would do this: Boston Comedy Club, the Comedy Cellar, um, the Comic Strip, Caroline's, and you. You do all these clubs, and you'd, you'd have this camaraderie with the comedians that I haven't seen in a long time. You're seeing it on podcasts, but when I walked into the green room of, of Rogan's place. He's like, it's, it's already the, it's already the greatest club I've been in. I'm not just saying that. It's already, I'm, I'm already in a time capsule because I walk in and there's the kill Tony dude, right? Then there's the other, I don't know who these other comics are, but you can tell they're not really, I shouldn't say, I can tell, just, I'm assuming they're not far along. And then I see Howie Mandel, and I'm like... And then he's got these two screens. You got one screen who's on the big stage, one, one screen who's on the little stage. And he's like, dude, let me... He's so... He's like, this is my place. Isn't this cool? I'm like, yes, this is cool. He's like, you know, he come out of the balcony, check it out. I like, check out this little room. And they were doing this thing in the little room. I think it's only on Tuesday nights. So they write, you know, say hamburger, and hot dogs and they'll put it in a hat and you as the comedian to have to pull out the thing and you're like hamburgers and hot dogs. So you can choose to come up with a bit or make it look like you create a bit, blah, blah, blah. So then I sit down and then I'm talking to Howie Mandel. we am just sitting across from Howie and Howie Mandel said, this environment at the mothership, he goes, this reminded him of when he was starting. And I think he, I don't know if he said it was the comedy store, which is basically what the what what, what Joe did. He did a replica of it. An incredible one. Um, but Howie Mandel, to have Howie Mandel, to say, I haven't felt this way like since I was starting out. Like this is it's got the same vibe, it's got the same vibrance. And then and then Howie. Went into the small room, you know, right away. He's like, Joe, are you gonna do a set? And I'm like, no, and he's like, I'm out of set. I'm like, oh, my set. Let's just say uh, I got relaxed, okay? So nice and relaxed. And the last thing I should be doing is anything but just hanging out and watching, which is what I was doing. You know, I was just, I was trying to take everything in. And Howie goes in the small room. And I'm like, I wanna watch Howie Mandel. I'm sitting in the back and Even like, I was I was so inspired because you have a guy like Howie Mandel, and no matter what with comedians, no matter how far we make it in life, we still just want to be. We just want to be funny. We still just want to kill. And I'm watching Howie Mandel go up, and he's doing the thing with the hat, and. in my opinion, he just, you know, he clearly is uncomfortable, which I did later and I was uncomfortable. And the only thing that helped me was there was a first date where the guy just, he got thrown out. So I was like, Oh great. 10 minutes. I'm done. Oh, that was fun gig. (laughs) So I, I cheated. Right. So, and I go in the main room and all I had was I'm watching Rogan just he's coaching, he's coaching all these people, like just in life and his stand-ups and, and just, it, it, ah, oh man, it was so awesome, and know, it's cool too, so now you go to the stage and you walk, that's it, now, the second night, I had to, oh, when I went on stage, right, so I, I tried to do a, a Joe Rogan imitation because I'm just watching it when I'm, and by the way, if I imitate you, it's only cause I'm a fan. I don't imitate anyone. I don't like. I'm watching him talk to people and someone's asking him about, I don't know, fighting or, or whatever it was. And he's, he's just demonstrating. And I'm looking at his dude. He's got like a silver back gorilla back. Which is, it's rocks. And he's, He's imitating chop, chop chop so what you want to do is you want to go slow reputation of did bang and I watch it so I brought it on stage and they were laughing but then I couldn't really then I was you know what messed me up I had to do 15 minutes right 15 minutes and I know this sounds corny but I haven't done just 15 minutes probably in I, I don't know 15 years 20 20 years I don't know I'm not making excuses. I'm just, well, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I'll make some excuses. So, I mean, I got great feedback, but I knew I left him like, ah. As a comedian, I'm like, ah. Um, and then we hung out, he's got this speakeasy downstairs and you go downstairs and I gotta tell you, even down there, it's just, I really, I, I I just was observing, observing everything. And when you're in the presence of Of Joe, for me, sometimes I'm in awe, and I'm just being honest. And I'm not, I'm not in awe of. Oh my God, it's alright. I'm not in awe of that. I'm in awe of the accomplishments and inspiration that this man puts out in humanity. That's, that's what I'm in awe of no politician can ever hold up to that none zero no leader or elected leaders no elected leader can hold up the honesty the truth just nobody the presence of the like if the president came not this one uh if i don't know whoever Another country. Whatever. You know what I mean. Your favorite actor. You know, you feel funny. But this is a whole different. He takes care of everybody. I tell him sometimes. I'm like, dude, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Once in a while, I'll just shoot a text. Um, and that's. And he gets you to think, he gets you to look at things at different angles. Who, your media doesn't do that anymore. Media's dead, media's dead. Here's media. Fox, CNN, CNBC. And the rest of them just not even need to admit. All dead, plop, 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 plop. Cause none of them are gonna have three hour conversations not bullet points, not uh, agendas. They're not paid for, they're conversations. And that's, I think that's a pivotal thing we all need as we move forward. Because let's not pretend things are not cool right now. Things are not cool right now. And you know why? Because no one's having conversations. You know, if you're talking about war, if you're talking, which we talked about on the podcast, we talked about war, we talked about a lot of things. And that's another reason why I like going on. You can literally go, you know, say what you say about this country invading that one, but isn't it true that this country was part of that and this, and you can get deep with all that stuff and how smart this one is. And, and then turn around and just like, did yeah, you ever see that video where the chimpanzee just Tears up the frog, like, what? No, let's watch that. And then oh, I'm not gonna lie to you, there's there's a part when he's talking during that video. I don't think I I really I couldn't breathe. My I have a blue temple thing here. I'm a, I was laughing so hard. So hard at one point, and and the part that set me over. Yeah, you we're watching this video, but chimpanzee, like, where do you find this? There's a chimpanzee. He's got this bullfrog. And he's just, hey, man, I had a rough, you know, my chick left me. No one wants me anymore. I'm, just, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm just, uh, wow, this looks interesting. And Joe's going, <laughs> he's going, he's going dude it's just it's rude <laughs> it's rude it's just rude and he's going imagine that's how you imagine that's how your life ends imagine that's how your life ends so and that's another thing i always get people ask me this they go who makes you laugh like what comedians make you laugh um and i always say brian Regan. brian Regan will always make me laugh uh again, I haven't seen a lot of guys. I can honestly say probably the one that's always made me laugh the hardest, always, is Rogan. I remember seeing him, first of all, when we were younger, made me laugh. Then he, was, he, was, he would perform at the Laugh Factory, and he would do this bit there's a lot of bits he used to do. The whole thing with Madonna. Dude. dude. Joe, I don't know if you have that stuff. Of video. You need to release those videos. You need to release that Madonna bit. I would laugh so hard in the back of the room. He would do this thing where he's watching lions mate. Or tigers. Tigers. They were tigers. And he imitates watching it and then grabbing a VHS to try to, to to tape it. It I'm not doing it justice. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. Laugh so hard. Then dude, no no not many comedians keep things in my head. I'm ta- I'm ta- then I saw him in Vegas. He was kind enough. He goes, "Dude, you ever see a fight? You got to come to this fight." And it was the first First and only UFC fight I've ever been to. Like the the only fight I've ever been to was uh, Hagler versus Sugar Ray Leonard. And it was on a screen in a Coliseum, which I'm still no disrespect to Sugar Ray, but I loved Hagler and I thought Hagler won that. That's just me. Um, Okay. So he's like, dude, come see this fight. So it was McGregor versus. Diaz, I'm sorry. And all I remember, we're in the front, and McGregor, like, McGregor's family's over here. And you get dude, when you're ringside, you hear, like, you hear a guy kick here, and you hear, like that, like a slap. And by the second round, you just, it looks like someone took a bat and just went, BAM! BAM! And didn't break it, but, I mean, it looks painted purple. And you're sitting there ringside, watch this going, oh my, how's this guy even standing? How's this guy standing? I remember being, I remember being a little kid and uh, Billy Carson's sister got so pissed because I did something to Billy. She came out with a wiffle ball bat and went smack on my cab. I went down for the cows, crying, hey, this thing. these guys, bam. And I'm watching this and I'm watching Joe, you know, commentating all this stuff. Now it's the McGregor fight, and that's the that's the, the big thing. And there's Irish flags are flying everywhere, and they're all singing, right? So I know I'm going off, but I'm just I'm just saying. So I'm sitting down. McGregor's about to get tapped out. I see his family right behind me, and I keep looking. It's like a movie. It's like watching Rocky. McGregor's on the floor, getting choked out. Family's here, crying. Get up! Get up! And all of a sudden, he just somehow breaks free, and you could see his adrenaline. And the audience went, "Whoa!" because they're all from Ireland. And I'll never forget the other fighter's eyes. You you already saw. He was just like, "Oh, dude, I'm." T-. He didn't. You saw all the energy got sucked out of this human being. And McGregor, eight second left. Bing, bang, bong, dong, dong. Oh, he's on top of the gate. Oh, the flags are flying. And I had to catch a flight that night. So the point of that story is, I saw Rogan does a show in Vegas. And I will never forget he did he did the Kardashians like brainwashing Bruce Jenner. I I couldn't I couldn't breathe. He's he's on <laughs> he's on top of his stool like a like a satanic bat and he's like hey, he's yeah he's talking bro I've Joe Rogan makes me laugh. He's working on two bits, and I'm I'm not going to give them away. But both of them. Oh, man. So funny. Look at the frogs are howling. You saw the bit. You saw Rogan's bit when he does a bit. He does a bit about you know how they um, the human bodies that they they tour around it's like all they're skinless and they're in different cities. The I don't know what it's called the the, the body tour. The what I, I have no clue. I have no clue. But it's a tour where they put human bodies on display and they're real human bodies, but they're they're skinless. So they take the skin off and blah blah blah. And some of them are in certain. I just, I'm just going to leave that. He does this bit on there. I couldn't wait till you see this bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then this other one with Elon Musk. No, it was, I got to say. And then that's another thing. I had it the second night. I, I had to bring up, um, Tony Hinchcliffe. Hinchcliffe. And I apologize to Tony, and I'm going to apologize again. First of all, I'm dyslexic. So, like, I can't. He's like, Tony Hinchcliffe. And I was like, if I don't write it down, I'm not going to know. I'm like, Hinch. Hinch? Like, I got a Hinch? Cliff, Cliff. So, I'm on stage, and I'm saying every ten seconds, Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony, but I also know he's from the Kill Tony podcast, which, what, dude, have you seen this thing yet? It goes live, Comedians, it's really, really fucking cool concept, and that's another dude, we hung out, we hung out the second night, we got all deep and heavy, and, blah, blah, and it was, again, to surround yourself with, with good people, so I'm, I'm just saying, I had a really, I had a good time, but I'd be a liar if I said, I can't, I I need to get back to this. I mean, come on, man. Look at that. Look at that. Comes the other guy. He doesn't get out of here. I said, I did move. I want you out of here. I go this way. You go the other way. I come here, but you stay over there. You stay over there. This is where I find my peace. And I went on a great journey. Um, I'm still trying to figure things out with the podcast. Where are we going? All that jazz. Oh, I got a cool announcement. It's it come out this week? I got a really cool announcement Um, hold on a second okay thanks for listening I know I'm a little all over the place but hold on now this is boom here we go so I've been working with um, this company near Sarasota This uh, lovely lady named Katie and her husband. And first it was like a private gig. But the way they set it up was really, it was so professional, so cool, blah, blah, blah. So then I said, you know, I always want to do like a weekend thing where it's like uh, I can kind of do the podcast, do a show. Uh, Me and Joe are working on this, like I'm doing this one man rock show. Not with music. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn into that. I don't know. But um, it's touring with Metallica. Blah, blah, blah. So you see that. We're going to have a a rooftop party. We're going to do a silent headphone club. Fun night. Like, whatever. We'll do it a whole weekend. At a hotel, you can pick all different packages. So I told this lady, dude, she had this done in like three weeks. She's like, she had the hotel, she has the sponsors, they have the event, they have the tiers, they have blah, blah, blah. So she sent me this text today and I get excited for stuff like this because even if there's not a lot of people, I know people will be there and just the fact that we're able to create this and just start somewhere, I think is kind of cool. And I have to say this was really inspired by my Patreon members who I met in Arizona, Travis and the crew. They, they have, they formed this own little cool community amongst themselves. And when I visit them, I saw the relationships they had. It wasn't even, it wasn't even about me. It was more about like they had their own little Maria's crew. If you know what I talk about, a lot of you are like, what is he talking about? It's my first time listening to this podcast. What's going on? Um, you build your own little community. Blah blah blah. You don't talk politics. You just talk life. So, would you be open to announcing the True Brew? We're going to call it the True Brew. True Brew Weekend next week. Let's see, I'm doing it right now. We will have. We're going to have ticketing up. And I will text you points for your podcast announcement. I think I'm pointing it out right now. Um, I went 100%. She went, sweet. Okay. Let's have you announce first to Patreon members. Whoops. Actually, no, that's a good idea. We can still do that. First to Patreon members and announce a 10% discount for them. Would you prefer notes and text or email? <laughs> I'll give her the email. May 1st, tickets will go live on Eventbrite. Okay? Whoa. That's like, we have to announce this right now. Because next week, we're already past May 1st. It's this Friday. Monday will be the announcement. Well, that's, what I'm saying this comes out this week, so I can't do it for next week. So May 1st. Okay. All right. So May 1st tickets go on sale for event bright event bright. Uh, emailed you the graphics description, ticketing links. An agenda for the weekend. True Brew Weekend. Tickets go on sale. 8 a.m. May 1st. 2023. She wrote Wahoo. So there you go. It's my first little cool event. And hopefully people come to it. Hey man. I need a nap. This was cool hanging out. Thank you Steven Crowder. Thank you Gerald. Thank you Joe Rogan. Thank you Tony. And thank you everybody. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the Brewniverse. So I'll see you next time. Jimbrew.com for tour dates. Um, we got New York coming. A bunch of stuff coming up. You figure it out. And also if you want to see the unedited version of what happened today, you got to join my Patreon page. And just join. You join for a month. You don't have to stay on there forever. You do one month. And by the way, it's not just this part. There's a whole bunch of podcasts on there. And most of the podcasts are from you, the listeners. So, all right. And then after months, again, I heard every damn kid, I'm out. And you bail. Anyway, if you want it, go to the Patreon page. See you next week on The Prune Universe. Jim Brewer and I got my own patreon page and hopefully you'll check it out live comedy concert streamed once a month weekly you host your own podcast and you interview me early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week and have bonus footage and bonus segments I promise you I'm not gonna let you down go check out my official Jim Brewer patreon page and I'll see you there